0: the volume it's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel football season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel the app is safe secure easy to use FanDuel always has exclusive offers when you win you'll get paid fast FanDuel has also a ton of ways to play you got the spread the money line the over-unders team totals player props and so much more Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and even try out same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. Disclaimer. 21 plus in select states. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com forward slash RG Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 Arizona 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT-Indiana visit ksgamblinghelp.com Kansas 1-877-770 stop louisiana one eight seven seven eight 8 hope new york or text hope new york four six seven three six nine tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 1-800-522-4700 wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net west virginia All right, welcome into another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Week three in the NFL. I am fired up. The fro is up naturally. We are above 500 on the show. All picks on the Action Network, where I give a lot more plays than I do on the pod. It may sound like I love favorites. Let's not forget last week. If you rock with me on the Action Network, you made money. I had some ugly, ugly dogs. I was on and convinced myself to take the Cowboys with the points over the Bengals, the Jets with the points over the unthinkable Cleveland Browns at the end. We took nice points. Jags plus four was a, an unofficial but bonus play. On last week's episode. So, again, the Monaco money meter, we are officially right now after a three and one week one, two and two week two. Though, if you count the Jags, we're three and two. We're, we're staring right now at five and three. And the reality is, if you look at two of those three losses, we were on the Ravens in the unthinkable L against the Dolphins, and we lost on a 59 yard game losing time expiring field goal week one on the Panthers over the Browns. Outside of that, we have one loss. So just to give you perspective of who you're listening to here on the herd feed, of course, Uncle Colin, all time Johnny Stockton, honor to be here. Just jacked up. Let's get into it. Ton of research goes into today's episode. Laid the land. I don't have three picks for you or four. We're going five. I got four against the spread in a cupcake parlay that has to hit actually around plus 172 on FanDuel. Let's get into it. I am so excited to talk about these picks. I I, I don't even know what game to start with, but I'm going to start with all social media on Moneyline Monaco. Make sure to check me out. Insta, TikTok, Alex Monaco on Twitter. And again, all my picks on Action Network. So we are dancing on. Let's get into it. First pick of the Money Line Monica, week three pod. I'm taking the Bucks over the Packers. Line movement has happened. I will read it to you right now. We are seeing on FanDuel. A minus one and a half point spread for the Tampa Bay Bucks at home against Aaron Rodgers and whatever that haircut is. It's minus one and a half or a minus 116 on the money line. It's minus 108 for minus one and a half, minus 116. Look, just take minus 116. All right. It's worth it. It's a money line play. Now, this line is subject to change. We've seen it at two and a half. I saw it up to three earlier in the week. A lot of this number dropping towards a pick is the Tampa Bay injuries. Mike Evans is out. Chris Godwin's questionable. You know, their offensive line going through some stuff. And they had to sign Cole Beasley this week. So we do have, but I'll I'll back it up, a little bit of trepidation with this Tampa Bay offense. But my my inkling of this game, it's about... The Bucs defense against Aaron Rodgers and the offense. And I have a ton of trends I can give you of what the Bucs are. They're 11 and three against the spread in their last 14 at home. I love that. The Packers, yeah, have yet to f- cover a spread on the road in their last four road games. As good of a cover as they are at home, they are an abysmal on the road cover. The Bucs come in winning six of their last seven come, coming off of last year. They've covered five of their last six in the NFC against the spread. The Packers are only two and five ATS in their last seven head-to-head against Tampa and two and five ATS in their last seven in Tampa Bay down at Raymond James. So head-to-head in general, we remember what happened in Lambo, two NFC championships ago. It was COVID, but Tom Brady came in. That's Scottie Miller halftime touchdown. People don't forget. Rogers numbers in Tampa. Let me break them down to you. His last outing in Tampa Bay, 16 for 35, zero touchdowns, two interceptions for 160 yards throwing. (laughs) His season stats this year. The man's averaging 214 passing yards, two tugs, one interception. His numbers are down. This is not your back-to-back-to-back NFL MVP. Matter of fact, and I was on the Packers over the Bears Sunday night primetime, perfect bounce-back spot. This is the world we live in. Hammered. It was one of my plays. Packers minus nine and a half over the Bears. It's a chalky play. It's a cash play. He covers against this Chicago Bears team. What does he do, though, against other grown men, leaders of men, and menaces on the defensive side, like Todd Bowles in this club is. Do we know what we are backing when we have Tampa in this game? It's the number one defense in the league right now. They've given up six and a half points in two games, six and a half points. They gave up a field goal to the baby back Cowboys. Don't even tell me that wasn't a DAC full game. He got hurt in the last quarter or the second to last possession. Forget about it. Embarrassing. Embarrassing embarrassing l the dallas cowboys could not feel better about that out and then they shut out winston who threw three interceptions for the first time since december of 2019 the turnover machine is back jerry and they were held to a field goal until garbage time trying to come back against tampa who ultimately won 2010 last week and i was on the Bucks. And the Sharps were on the Saints. Vita Vea, Golston, Devin White, Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, Dean with a pick last week, Logan Ryan, Antoine Winfield, Carlton Davis. This defense is stacked. Yes, we are a little bit decimated at wide receiver here for a Tampa backing this week, but they're averaging 112 on the ground, baby. Fournette ran all over a very good Dallas run D week one. Now, they were held in check run D-wise is a top four run D they went against in New Orleans last week. But I'll tell you right now, six yards a carry for Fournette against the Cowboys is nothing to slouch at. And how Tommy spread the ball around, and and it's such a strategic play, and and Colin talked about this. The Cole Beasley signing's got to be irate for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on a perfect week. Here they are, not giving him enough support and weapons. And then, as Colin alluded to, Tommy wants, Tommy asks, Tommy gets. He needs a wide receiver. So, boom, plug and play Cole Beasley, who had in the 80s in receptions last year. Perryman went for three for 45 last week. Scotty Miller, we remember him, three for 34. Russell Cage had five receptions for 28 yards. So, Evans, who only had three for 61 last week, is out. Godwin could still suit up. I think he will. Don't worry about it. that right there. I just gave you 11 receptions from three receivers. Brady will figure out a way. He doesn't have what Aaron Rodgers has because he's a married man. Yeah. Yeah. I believe in that narrative wholeheartedly. I'll take the married man over the single man in this outing 10 out of 10 times. Tommy knows who he is. Aaron Rodgers is dating who? Green Ivy, Blue Ivy. I don't have time in the day to talk about a 37-year-old who is simply lost at sea, I think, in this offense right now. (laughs) He has been covered by a bad Bears team. We have a better defense. We have a better quarterback. We have a team that has a better identity. Do the Packers know what they are yet on offense? Are they going to have the discipline to run the ball with Dylan and Aaron Jones this week? Because this Bucs run D now for the third straight year is holding teams under 100 yards. Only two weeks of sample size, but 85 yards on the ground is not enough against this Bucs D. I go on and on and on. We'll keep it moving, but I am loving the Bucs. Loving the Bucs! Put it in right now. All right. I'm nervous about this one. I'm sick about it. I really am. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus six and a half against the Buffalo Bills. I got to throw a dog in here. I have to throw a dog. I've thought about the commanders. I like that number plus six and a half against the Eagles divisional game. Short week, emotional win for the Eagles. I don't want to back Carson Wentz. I do think the Vikings could cover against the Lions. That's not a plus six I want in Detroit. We stay away from that. Jags plus seven against the Chargers. I'll flirt with it. Don't want to jump on it either. There's a lot of pick em games and three point spreads this week. Colts actually is another one I flirted with. I will stay off it, but I may plug it in on the action network, but I will go. With what is historically a sharp play divisional home dog taking a number we like and an appetizing one at that. And we're getting six and a half on FanDuel. This line has moved up to six. The Dolphins plus six and a half. And I don't want to talk about the Bills because I have faded the Bills now two weeks in a row. And the only thing worse I've done is back the Panthers two weeks in a row. I mean, literally fading good teams, backing bad teams. Betting makes you a sick man. Do I look rested? Do I look rested? But I watched and I was on the wrong side of it. A 21 fourth quarter, 21.4th quarter comeback, down 35 14. It's only the sixth time since the 1920s that an NFL team has been trailing by 21 or more in the fourth, and they come back. Two, of, Four TDs in the fourth, Jerry. That hasn't been done for any NFL quarterback. Since my guy, Sage Rosenfels, fellow tribesman, actually a buddy, we potted once. Since 2001, it has not been done. Sage did that. Six touchdowns for Tua. 36 of 50, 469 yards. The Dolphins are averaging 31 points per game. Just a few games below the Bills, who I... We'll go out on a limb and say cannot possibly keep up what they're putting up right now. Plus 55 in points for versus points against. They got two teams in a row trolling at the beer pong table in the second half. No one hit a cup. No one hit a basket. Zero points for the Rams in the second half on Thursday night, week one. Zero points for the Tennessee Titans Monday night. But those were prime time games. Whoa. We know what South Florida is, Jerry. My guy Ace Ventura is going to make sure that a couple of those Bills starters have a great weekend down in South Florida, the adult Disneyland. I went there for a week. All right. Two buttons came undone on my top shirt. I'm showing more chest than anyone wants to see. I'm loose as a goose. I'm living. I didn't even want to book a return ticket home. That's how fun I had in my in. Is this Dolphins team? going to cover six and a half? I really do think so. They are 4-0 in their last four home games versus teams with a winning road record covering at home. They're 6-1 in their last seven at home against the spread. And the Bills off a huge win, 14 points or more, only two and five against the spread in their last seven. And call it important, call it not, the Bills on grass. They ain't the same team. They're 0-4 against the spread in their last four on grass. Now, this Dolphins team, defensively speaking, you're going to say this. They gave up 38 points to the Ravens. They are historically 11 and 2 against the spread in their last 13 games when they gave up, give up 30 points or more in the previous. We have every single trend right now, right now on our side with the Dolphins. Let's talk about where the money is in Vegas. Why why wouldn't we? Let's see how much the public is hammering the Buffalo Bill. 74% of the bets, 77% of the money is on Buffalo. The public is hammering them. I even heard an analyst say today, There's little things in Florida. They got to be visitors on the sunny side, the humidity, the heat. This is on the road. Yes, the Bills went to the Rams on the road. Was that game on grass? No, it wasn't. The top three receivers in the NFL right now, receiving yards wise, two of them are in Miami colors. Waddle your way over to the Jack and Jill Tyreek Hill, baby. Because this team has two studs that have combined for 34 receptions, 524 yards, and five receiving touchdowns. I just see a battle, a back-and-forth battle. This is an inflated number. This number was four and a half before the, the Bills ran the Titans out of the building. This is a number play. I'm not saying the Dolphins are going to win. I'm saying they're going to cover. Now, could get ugly. Bills could roll them. I got to give you a dog. We're taking a playoff team. And I don't know if you saw that Andrew Hawkins news. He called out Mike McDaniel, greatest offensive mind in the game on Twitter in 2019. This team is for real, and I do feel their defense has underperformed in the last two weeks. But let's not remind ourselves, let's remind ourselves, as I segue to my next pick, that this team held the Patriots to nothing. I mean, the Patriots did nothing week one. Nothing. Seven points. So I'm comfortable with the number. I'm comfortable with the play, and I'm comfortable fading the public. I'm not comfortable going against the best team in the NFL, though. Ah, you got to do gross things in betting. We keep it pushing. I'm on another favorite. Shocking. But it's a low number. If you can get a two and a half, I tip my Frodia. It's at three right now on FanDuel. There might be some movement. I'm off it if there's a hook. I'm on it at minus three. The public is also taking the home dog here. Why? I don't know because I'm about to dive in headfirst with it. 60% of the bets, 81% of the money is on the Carolina Panthers at home off two losses in a row to cover the spread against the New Orleans Saints. A Panthers team that I didn't have to cancel one day. I had to cancel multiple because I backed them over the weekend at plus two against the Giants. They altered my life and my lifestyle for the week jerry you don't think we're taking these bets i'll send you slips we lost how do i put this a good amount of a manhattan month of rent but we digress some off baker mayfield i am off progressive i am on team state farm i am done i'm done with the carolina panthers i mentioned this to you earlier what the Tampa Bay defense did to Winston. I think he corrects not just his vision, but his decision-making this week. Three picks for the first time since December of 2019. The Saints team just has Carolina's number. They're 10-3 and against them since 2017. They've covered four of the last five against the Panthers after a loss. And this Panthers team, there is no home field advantage. They're six and 22 in their last 28 home games. They've dropped seven straight, seven straight. Here's an encouraging number. If you're on the Saints. So we know they have an excellent defense, smothering defense. Their key number is, can they score 18 points? 17 points or less. In five of their last nine games, they're one in four in those outings. When they get 18 or more, four and oh, four and oh. Carolina comes into this starting for the third time in four years, oh, and two to start the season. Baker comes off a 14 of 29 game. It's a 10th career game. My guy's gone for 50% completion percentage or less. And those Baker Mayfield back teams when he puts up those numbers, two and eight. Two and eight averaging 14 points per game. I don't see any explosiveness or identity in the Carolina offense. Matt Rule's an offensive guy. I think their defense is keeping them in everything. I think the under is probably the easier play in this game. But I don't want to come on a podcast and give you an under, but I should have taken the under in Carolina and the Giants. I'm telling you to take the under in the Saints and the Panthers. It's going to go under. Is not going to be a shootout. It's going to be a disgusting ball game. But the Saints are averaging 125 on the ground. And I, I watched a good portion of the Bucs-Saints game, Rewatched it. Just bad decision-making for the Bucs. And I know the Panthers have an excellent pass D. But I am more confident in the Saints defense and the run game of New Orleans to just play this out because Baker's bound to make a mistake. This is a game who makes less mistakes. And I think we're getting a Saints team here at a, at a very good number when we know that they're better than the Panthers. Like by a lot, by a lot. This Panthers team is trash. I believed in them. They're garbage. They just lost to the Giants. I don't believe in the Giants for a second. I'm on them over seven and a half wins. That's a different conversation. It's an 8-9 team they couldn't beat. The Saints, a lot of sharps have them winning the South. Buy low on New Orleans this week at minus three. And I'm back. I'm one-on-one with them. I have to take this. I can't can't not take this. It's it's, it's in my head. I have to do it. I got to take the Ravens minus two and a half right now on FanDuel on the road against New England. I have to do it. We're getting under a field goal. This New England offense is inept. It's inept. You can't even score with them in Madden. They're averaging 12 points per game, people. 12 points per game. The Ravens are averaging 31. 31. The Pats have put up in two games. 24 What the Ravens put up in one outing against the Jets. Not a terrible D on the road week one. Here's something I learned on the favorites pod. Great podcast. Simon's as sharp as it gets. Chad's phenomenal. Highly recommend. Great sports betting pod. The Ravens ran for 6,400 yards on Sunday covering Dolphins wide receivers. 6,400 yards. Now they get to go against Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, and a pack of Skittles. The Pats haven't scored more than seven points in a quarter. They've only forced one interception, only six sacks through two games. The Ravens, the Ravens, okay, more pass yards, more yards, more rush yards. Then this New England team Without. A couple of pieces. J.K. Dobbins, offensive line pieces. This isn't a fully healthy roster yet for Baltimore. I think we're getting enough. Again, New Orleans can be a playoff team in a lackluster NFC. The Ravens are still poised to win the AFC North. They're the team to beat. Mac Jones comes in, 60% completion with a pick last week. Nelson Aguilar, the game of his life, six for 110 and a tug. That will not happen against Baltimore's defense. Baltimore's a gut check team, a great company culture. If you look at the trends of what we're doing here in this episode, we're taking great company cultures. Colin talks about culture all the time. This Ravens team has too much pride. Also got this from the guys on the favorites that Johnny Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson are the best ROI, return on investment, in the first half since Lamar's been in the league most profitable bet, Ravens preseason, Ravens first half. So they may come out and look good. We're getting a Patriots team off a win, a Ravens team off a loss. Topsy-turvy. Topsy-turvy, baby. I feel very comfortable taking Baltimore here. The Seahawks, the Colts, who are winless, and the Cowboys, who have a backup quarterback, and really the Seahawks do too, let's be honest, are the only teams that have less points per game than your New England Patriots. What are we scared of, of New England? Belichick doesn't suit up. They don't have an offensive coordinator. They don't have an offensive identity. And the Ravens are only coming in snickers hangry that they lost a game they simply gave away. I mean, those are historic comebacks. We are backing a team off a historic comeback. Favorites guys are on the Patriots, by the way. I'm on the Ravens. I was on the Bucs last week. Everyone's on the Saints. It happens. Great number. Great number. And I can test that Harbaugh will outcoach Belichick this week. And I got a cupcake parlay here for you to round out the show. Real quick, get you out of here. Bengals, Chargers, Vikings, all on the money line, pays plus 172, almost two to one on FanDuel. Let's get into it real quick. Action, rapid fire, Chargers. A little worried about Herbert's midsection, got absolutely rocked, but he backdoor covered for us. We were on the Chargers with the four and a half. He did us a solid. This Jags defense has forced three turnovers week one against Carson Wentz and the Commanders and three turnovers against Matt Ryan and the Colts. Never in the history of Jags football have they forced three straight in three games. Herbert's got six tugs, one mistake through two weeks. All right? This Jaguars team is good. I think they cover the seven. I love, love the Chargers at home on extra rest. Awful loss against an inferior team. Coming in and doing what they do, baby. Win the turnover battle. Let Herbert make his plays. Let the defense do what they do. I mean, this defense is relentless. Dogs everywhere. Bosa, Mack, Derwin James, JC Jackson. It, it goes on. Love the Chargers. Vikings at home off a loss. Money line. Not asking you to take a minus six, even though I think they could cover eight and one versus the lions in their last nine games. Here's another one. Lions have put up 35 in the last two. They never done three straight in franchise history. Justin Jefferson off a terrible game, never gone back to back 50 yards, less receiving gotta love Justin Jefferson props. Highly recommend. It's the same thing with the Derrick Henry play. And I threw it out on the pod. Derrick Henry didn't score the week prior. He had scored seven straight. You have to take it. They score once it's with D Henry. Justin Jefferson's hitting over on receptions, receiving yards, and getting in the end zone this week. Mark, my words. Kirk's not throwing three interceptions, and this is what he does. I hammered the Eagles on the Monday pod. I was correct to the oomph degree, baby. It was a perfect spot to fade Cousins, two and ten on Monday night football. Kirk, non-primetime Cousins. Shout out to Volume Sports for great work on that social video. I ripped them to shreds. But now I'm going to back them because that's what he does when no one's watching. He balls, he balls, and he will ball against the Lions. And I have to take the Bengals on the money line. I mean, honestly, Burrow sacked more than anyone 13 times, for goodness sake, more INTs than TDs. This is the Jets off an emotional window, okay? Flacco's only gone four touchdowns, no INTs, three times in his career, and Sunday was one of them against the Browns. The Jets scored twice in the final two minutes. They've scored once in the final two minutes since 2012, since 2012. I'm telling you, buy low on the Bengals, the Jets is still the Jets. Maybe they cover, not touching the spread, probably will. But the Bengals have, have to win. Joey Burrow, fellow colleague here on the Volume Sports Network. All right. That is a wonderful, wonderful episode. We are on the Bucs to beat the Packers, the Saints to cover minus three against the Panthers. We're on the Finns plus six and a half at home against the Bills. We are on the Ravens minus two and a half against the Patriots. We are on a little three team money line cupcake parlay, Chargers to beat the Jags, Vikings to beat the Lions, Bengals to beat the Jets. Uh, I mean, that feels great. So we're out of here. You, as always, make sure to hug your mothers. But before I leave, I got a fan tool. Absolute got, got to get in on the action. Have to, have to. Here it is. You get in. On the Monday Night Football action with FanDuel America's number one sports book by joining today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code Monaco to get in on the action. You can turn game day into payday all season long. Monday Night Football. This one coming up, little Giants, little Cowboys. Everyone's on the G men, Cooper Rush though excellent game manager i have to take the cowboys i think the unders the play it's an ugly ugly game maybe zeke little same game parlay anytime tug he's gotta get fantasy on or something and that's what i'm feeling out the gate here but play your way and bet more than just the final score wager on everything touchdowns the total yards the catches you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay as i just mentioned little cowboys money line under zeke to get in CD Lamb over receiving yards. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, with promo code MONICA. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. National disclaimer 21 plus in select states, first online real money wager only, $10 first deposit required bonus issue as non withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanDuel.com. Gambling problem, call one 800 gambler visit fanDuel.com forward slash RG, Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. one 800 next step or text next step to 53342 Arizona, one 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat. Connecticut. one 800 9 with it. Indiana, visit KSGamblingHelp.com. Kansas, 877 770 stop Louisiana, 1-877-8 Hope New York, or text Hope New York, 467-369-New York, Tennessee Redline. Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET, West Virginia. We are out of here. Sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Can we keep the winning ways going? I say we do. We'll see you on the other side. Ta-ta real smooth.